good for you? Um, I'm, uh, and do you know what? With, I was like, let's click record because I don't think I did. Um, it's, I it's actually, no, I did record. Yeah. Um, yeah. shit. Uh, everything is going on right now. Uh, a bit pissed off. Not gonna lie. Um, upset and yeah, it's just all a bit. Is any real change going to happen? That's the real question. That's that's why I keep asking myself: Is any real change going to happen? Yeah, well, you, you've already had the. Luckily, those four people actually charged now, and yeah. they opened up the case of the woman who got shot in her own home. Oh, finally, the FBI are actually investigating that one now. They're finally because before they just because it was a no-knock warrant. And they mm. went to the wrong house, you know, the person they were looking for had mm. already been arrested earlier on that day. And mm. now they've said they're actually going to charge people and they're actually doing a proper investigation. And that's because of people rioting before they just closed the case. Mm. And that was that was two months ago that happened. Wow. I, yeah. I didn't actually realize, I didn't realize that happened. So that's, I guess that's, that's something, I guess. That's good. That's a step in, that's a step in the right direction. And but I think what this is also, what also, uh, what this whole situation has also brought up is the question of whether or not peaceful protest actually works. And I'm, yeah, I'm in the camp of no, <laughs> you need to. No, they, if if it was just peaceful, even if even people that are trying peaceful protests in America, they're still getting the shit being out of them, like. Yeah, cops are still shooting them with rubber bullets. They're still putting tear gas in their face, even if they just stood there saying something, putting their hands up, and doing a peaceful protest. Mm. The cops in America don't give a shit. There's even in the UK, you've still had like fake pictures of of the a police officer saying he got pushed punched in the face. But even if you look to the picture of the protest, it's obvious that the guy has been pushed and his fist has just gone into the cop's face because he's trying to keep himself standing up so there's still that crap coming out in the uk as well but. yeah i mean it's probably not as prevalent as it is in the it's, it's probably not as prevalent as it is in the us but it still does exist yeah definitely <laughs> but uh, other than that how are you <laughs> yeah i'm all right yeah it is the seeing all this on the news mm. the way that donald trump's been reacting about it uh, but did you expect anything anything other than his current reaction would you did you, would you expect anything no. other than that? No, of course not. He called he called the people that stood outside town hall with AKs just good people that wanted to get things done. <clears throat> but then when it's black people protesting, he just calls them thugs. It's like what what is wrong? What is wrong well, with him? That is yeah. Um, well, there's there's so much. But these clearly clearly are very disturbed. And I'm not saying this to be funny or anything. He's clearly a very disturbed, angry man. And I think he's way beyond help, unfortunately. No, definitely. It's because uh, it was all the um, anonymous released all the documents about him. Mm. Do you? And, I, um, yeah, I, I, would, I reckon he did it. Yeah, definitely. Because there can't <laughs> be that much of like the whole... Jeffrey Epstein thing. There can't be that much, that mm. many documents and court cases out there if he didn't. Yeah, um, you can't have that much info. 
and you can't get to you can't get to that status without doing something a bit dodgy. Yeah, definitely. I just I really hope that he gets kicked out soon. Mm. And he, well, he, I honestly don't think so. I don't think he will. No, there's still enough people in America that are still voting him, and it's mad mm. that they are, but they are, and it's just quite quite depressing that they are still mm. voting him. When you think about it, like in the UK, we've got Boris Johnson. We yeah, thought he was didn't think he the Conservatives were going to be in power, but they they are. Mm. Um, it's just going to be the same in America. That people are still going to vote for him. Hopefully, mm. from this, there might be a chance of him not getting back into the White House. But mm. well, I think I've spoken to my mum about this, and there has. There is something definitely a bit different about how people are starting to how people you wouldn't think are well would be impacted by are actually starting to show themselves on Facebook as allies in inverted commas. So there is something different about the about the reaction to the riots and the death and the death. So there's there is some hope, but. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so the reason I've seen some st- like four years ago, I did see so- some stuff online. But there's mm-hmm. more. There's more out now. There's more people. Yeah, stuff online now than there ever was. Mm. And that's yeah. a good. And that's a good thing. Um, but the real reason we're here today <laughs> <laughs> um, is to talk about a film which I think that everyone needs to see ah uh. everyone needs to see it. everyone needs to experience what we experienced with this film yeah definitely um, i uh. it's a film called show dogs it was in cinemas for about a couple of for about two a week or two in yeah. 2018 it got pulled from cinemas because of a particular scene which we'll talk about in the movie and what in a moment and then re and then it got re-released again. Um, it's a talking dog movie starring uh, ludicrous Chris Bridges as a police dog. Uh, Will Arnett as his, part, as his partner. Uh, Natasha Leone as, um, the, as Will Arnett's love interest. Stanley Tucci as another dog. Gabriel Iglesias as another dog. And um, it's about them having to go to a dog show to infiltrate a the theft of a panda and hilarity ensues did i miss anything out there it's, it's no. been a while since i've seen the film <laughs> you explained the the plot perfectly because the plot doesn't make any sense but you still explained it perfectly thank you um <laughs> this is one of those films where it's gonna have i reckon it's gonna be studied oh we forgot to mention it's Directed by Roger Gosnell, who has given us such classics as Home Alone 3. I'm doing this without notes as well, by the way. Um, Home Alone 3, Never Been Kissed, Big Mama's House 1, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, which both films I actually really liked. Which... I was, they are good. But for yeah. live-action Scooby-Doo movies, they are fun ones. Yeah, they are. Um, Yours, Man and Ours, the remake with Dennis Quaid and Rene Russo, which is terrible. Um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, which is nowhere... I'm going to catch a lot of heat for this, but that film is nowhere near as bad as it should have been. 
There's, there's three of them. There's three of them, isn't there? Yeah, three or four, I, I three or four make now. It, I didn't make it past the first one, but I'll take your I'll take your word for it. I mean, George Lopez has got to you know get paid somehow, hasn't he? Oh. And um, so he also made the Smurfs and the Smurfs too, and now Show Dog. So technically, he is the right man for this job because he specialises in mediocre to shit. Um, talking animal movies. That's the weird. That is the weirdest filmography to go from, <laughs> like doing smut from going never been kissed. Well, Home Alone three, never been kissed, doing the Scooby Doo movies, and then doing the Smurfs movies, which Don't are all Big so... Mama's House. Don't forget oh, Big, Big Mama's <laughs> Big Mama's House. Yeah, that I think we got four Big Mama's movies in the end. Three, we got three. I've seen all three of those. Unfortunately, was three the one where it was the sun instead? Yeah, where they tried oh, to pass okay. the torch on and then the, it failed at the box office. <laughs> Oh god. Um so yeah, this film it's well let's talk about the script first of all, because I, I saw on your Facebook that you um posted something that I thought immediately when I saw it when within the first five minutes of this film. So do you want to explain what you thought well what made you well. go on Facebook in that <laughs> time? Uh, Ludacris is in the film and I thought alright they're going to use it at some point and mm. he does, it is probably within the first five minutes says mm-hmm. this is Ludacris yeah. and I was like have they really just gone there yes, I know it's have. a word but they've really just gone there Yeah. how much do you want to bet that that wasn't written that was Ludacris ad-libbing oh, I think a 80% chance that it was ad-libbing <laughs> uh, um, it's a terrible script. Um, it and will on and it's just a cheap looking film. No, the pigeons. Uh, when it started, I saw the pigeons. I thought, could someone have not really just filmed? Because yeah. their mouths don't really move properly. Couldn't they mm. have just filmed actual real pigeons instead of having this disgusting CGI where their mm. where their necks look like they're bending at yeah. some point? Some points. Oh, it's really, really strange looking film. But that's what kind of makes it an entertaining watch in a way because it does look so bad. It looks like something that you'd see on a or in a straight on a straight to Netflix or straight to DVD movie. But no, it's just found its way to cinemas somehow. Did, uh, yeah, I think it. I think it did bomb at cinemas. Oh yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was yeah. There was no way that this thing was ever going to do. It was ever gonna do any business whatsoever um so yeah they get to they 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 don't what they it starts off right with ludicrous dog or the ludicrous dog work um max the ludicrous dog right he's on his he he works alone he doesn't need a partner right and so he gets partnered with will arnett's character who God bless Will Arnett. He just looks like a man who is just waiting for the Arrested Development to get picked up again. Uh, well, I think this is when they had, they'd released the Arrested Development season five, but mm. I think it was a year after that when that had gone quite mm. bad, the new Arrested Development. So, mm. you know, it was, I'm guessing he did this in between his break of doing mm. Bojack Horseman, just thought, you know what? I'll do a talking dog movie and 
I don't know why. I mean, you can tell. I mean, you can tell that he's trying the hardest. Yeah, I mean, bless him. He is. He is trying. Um, but does Bojack Horseman really pay that badly that you need to do this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it does. <laughs> when that's when that's on quite a few se- when that's finished now, but on quite a few seasons, I don't think this is something he should yeah. have gone and done. Um, a scene that um, sticks out to me, other than the one that we're obviously going to get to, is the scene in the car where they're fighting over the music choice when they get to when they when they are on the road to the dog show. Um, Will Arnett wants to Will Arnett wants to play some jazz kind of music or rock music and and ludicrous the ludicrous dog somehow knows how to work a car radio and plays hip-hop uh listens to hip-hop yeah it it's just it just baffles me like the choices that they make in this film just absolutely baffle me and the the mouths, the the way they do the dog's mouths in this, it just like I, I'm I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the words for it. No, it's it's. I was watching. I was like, what what have they done? Like the CGI person that was making this, had they never seen the babe. inside of a dog's mouth? Or yeah, in, yeah, in babe, yeah, in babe, it works. It works absolutely fine. But in this, you see the mouths moving, and they open really wide. At some yeah. point, they scream, and it just looks really cartoony inside mm. and just, it doesn't look right because there's parts where they're meant to be talking to the human and wouldn't the humans yeah. sort of be looking down and being like, why's the, why's the dog's mouth moving like that? Like, yeah. There's nothing, it's, it just all comes off very strange. Do you think that any, what do you think, would have, before we get to the scene, right, or the, the scene and the callback to the scene that we're talking about, um, what do you think were the redeeming features about this film, if if any? Um, because there's so much of it where you like you don't know who it's targeted towards. Because mm. there's a lot in this that isn't really for kids. No, and it makes you wonder how was this ever actually a kid's movie. Um, it is sort of one of those movies where you could just... Like, there's some dog talking dog movies where they're absolutely horrendous to watch. You know, I never want to watch the movies that you could to watch. Mm. <laughs> what, what, what do you think the redeeming factors of I think, well, for me... The one redeeming feature of this film was Gabriel Iglesias, who did the voice of the little, um, I can't remember what, the little white dog. The, the pug, is it the pug? One that... Yeah, the little pug, yeah, the little pug, right, he, yeah. he's the Mexican guy that does the voice of the pug, and he, God bless him, he's, a, he's, for me, one of the most talented stand-up comedians working today, and he just takes... The work, but he just makes the work some of the worst film choices, but he gives it his all in this. But um, yeah, you can tell that with some of the voice actors, actors yeah. they are giving, giving it their all, yeah. Mm, and that's it. That's literally the only 
That's the only positive thing I'm going to say about it. Pardon? I went in deep because I thought you were going to come out with like loads of <laughs> redeeming factors. Do you know what? No, 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 no. That, that was it. <laughs> that was literally it. There was nothing else. Um, everything else for me was just bottom of the barrel, lowest common denominator filmmaking. Um, even for a film like this, I'm sorry about this. Like people say, it's a kids, it's a kids film. Like it, sh- it doesn't have to be smart. I'm bullshit to that. I'm sorry. Um, everyone who made this film, who took part in this film, should be feeling very, very sa- sorry for themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You can't really use the excuse it's a kids film because then look at all the other kids films that are out there that are amazing. You can't mm. just you, that, that. That doesn't really work. Like. Yeah, yeah, maybe you did target it to kids, but looking at this film, this like I said, it, it's not targeted to like trying to go back to the old nineties mm. dog movies. Like even when they do references to Turner and, and Hooch, you can tell that that's how they were trying to go for it at some point and they thought, Oh, adults will come and watch this as well and they sort of get a throwback or nostalgia to that. But no, there's nothing <laughs> There's none of the heart of Turner and Hooch in this no. film. There's none of the heart of Beethoven in this, man, to be fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> or and Beverly, Hills, Ch- or Beverly Hills Chihuahua, if we're, re- if we're referencing Roger Rosnell's filmography. Um, oh. So let's talk about um, a key scene. This is the scene that, rightfully, parents got very up in arms about and said it shouldn't be in a kid's film, and they protested, and got the film removed for a few for like a week or so so they could retro so they could reshoot it or whatever and then put it back together luckily on amazon you can get this the whole film completely unedited you can attest to this right it's just that it's on netflix the same on netflix as well oh brilliant oh yeah uh, luckily on on amazon and netflix it's it's the exact same you i'm I'm hoping you're talking about the whole bikini wax yeah 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 so there's a thing yeah um hold on a sec let me just plug my computer very quickly and on a second hang on right all good so um let, to set the scene i don't um don't think explain this a little bit quite we didn't explain this a little bit so in order to infiltrate the dog show max has got to against his will take part in the dog show with will Arnett as his owner in inverted commas right um stanley tucci there's a voice of a veteran show dog who is oh, lost the audio of you How about now? How about now? Yeah, that's back. That's back yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll just redo that little thing. So, I don't think we explained everything properly, right? So, when they get to the dog show to infiltrate it properly, Max has got to be part of the dog show against his will, right? So, what they do is they get Stanley Tucci's little, uh, what's, 
my dog is it? Well, he's he's a veteran show dog, right? Yeah, and Chihuahua. He is, I think. Chihuahua, right. <laughs> and he is the one who shows Max the ropes and goes through everything that he has to do to become a proper show dog, right? And one of those things is you have to get your you have to get your backside waxed, and you have to get a full um, a full what do you call it? Bikini wax. Full bikini wax and finger say, yeah. and finger up the backside. Yeah, that's what you need. That's what every dog needs to do to get. I know not finger up the backside. It's um needs to grab his nutsack, right? And he doesn't want anyone doing this, right? So what Stanley Tucci? This is a kids film, right? What Stanley Tucci's dog tells Max to do is when someone grabs him by the nutsack, just go to his happy place. I'm just going to put that on the table right there and leave it. <laughs> uh, why? Why is this... <laughs> And why is, why is this part in a kids movie? I don't know how this got past anybody. It went and, from being just a bog standard, boring talking animal movie to being something that is borderline evil. <laughs> it's just the, it's the weird thing is with. BBFC, who rate films before they get released in cinemas, mm-hmm. just gave it a PG. Like they yeah. looked at that and, and thought, yeah, that's fine. And then, yeah, it was just, it was, wasn't after until parents complained about that scene mm. that, that it then had to be re edited. But the weird thing with, with PG films, I think you're still allowed to say shit. In them once, yeah, like once, yeah. But, but this, is you're great, just, man. this is basically, yeah, this just, is basically saying, just like this. yeah, this is essentially rape, man. Like it's saying, if someone grabs you in an inappropriate way, just go to your happy place and it's fine. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know what they were thinking and, when they and did the, that. And, and Joe, the worst part is, right? They don't just leave the scene like that. They call back to it at the end, and it's really weird because. When, because he has to do it in the, he has to do it in the show, in the dog show, right? So Will Arnett's got to do it to him in the dog show, and so when he goes to his happy place, it's him and Will Arnett dancing to "I'm Having the Time of My Life." It doesn't make sense. I have, I have nothing funny to say about this. It's <laughs> genuinely. A sickening movie, but it's one I think that everyone should see. Because no one will, I don't think anyone will believe that this film has a scene like this or a scene like this exists. So I think everyone does need to see it. Yeah, just this. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> it doesn't make sense as to why someone would ever put that in a kids' film. No. Oh yeah, the bikini wax. I, I don't even think these are actual things that happen. That whole bikini wax thing it didn't really make sense to me no. i don't think that is some i i doubt that's something that happens at dog shows they don't put a strip on a dog and do a no i think that was a coming wax effect. up up the but back. i think the i think the 
the grabbing of the t- I think the grabbing of the testicles thing maybe does happen. Well, we didn't need to see it in this film. No, did we? we didn't need. To. There was literally no need. There was genuinely no need other than uh, I, I can't I can't think of a reason as to why we put they put this in like at all. A talking dog movies for you. Mm. So what? So what did you think of the um, the British, but the the Cockney English bad guy? Oh, <laughs> that confused me so much. I don't know who wrote that. That he also, when he eats a sandwich, it is sardines and mustard. Yeah. Like what was what was all that about? Like, he meant to do this Cockney villain, but it doesn't really makes sense and he's just he's just so generic with the voice that he put well i'm guessing that's his normal voice but the way that it's just also put on Mm. and then when he starts bidding for the panda with people and pointing Mm. at them it it, it's a really odd character because there's nothing really frightening about him if he's meant to be this whole villain you keep seeing him with the panda there's nothing that makes Mm. you feel scared of this villain it's just laughable Mm. It's almost like he was going for a guy Richie. He went for a, cast, a guy Richie <laughs> casting, and then somehow it's into the wrong room. But no, man, I, I uh, I'm gonna go to Mexico. Oh, we gotta go to Mexico. It's almost for dinner. I've got to go have my dinner. But yeah, this film needs to be seen by everybody. I think <laughs> just to just to experience what we've experienced. Uh, yeah, it that is true. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I've got, I've got a little rating system for these, right? Um, so <laughs> if you thought it was absolutely terrible, put it in the bin. Um, if you thought it was all right, stream it on Netflix. If you thought it was great, uh, pay full price. What what would you give this? Put it in the bin. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my one. Put it in the bin. I... Like even even if you see it on Netflix and you think, oh, that would be hilarious to watch. Just... Don't do it. There's there's better bad movies out there to watch than this. Yeah. Um, I'd say put it in the bin as far down as possible. We'll light the bin on fire. Because, exactly that. Uh, yeah. Shit like this does. They, they, we need to take. We need to take a stand on films like this, man. Because <laughs> I'm serious. Like this is essentially okay. Saying to kids, it's okay to let people grab you like that and it's not yeah that's yeah i don't know what message they were trying to give with doing that in the film and i don't mm. know what kid would like if a kid saw that i understand why parents complain now like yeah i was i was when i saw the whole when it first got released in cinemas and i've seen an article saying no oh, it's been removed from cinemas so i was wondering no why and then finding out the reason why they did it so mm, how did mm. that ever get past like classification to get released in cinemas. How did they really think that was all right? Mm. But hey, it's out there now for everyone to see. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where can people find you, man? Uh, if you find you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you just search uh, Vegan Luke, mm-hmm. you can find me on there. And on Facebook, if you search Luke Poulton, uh, stand-up comedian, uh, you find me on there as well. Oh, nice one. Good talking to you, man. All right. Um, Good talking to you. Too. Thanks for having me. No worries, man. In a bit. Bye. Bye.